Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That is Vince Tagliavia. And this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. This is where we tell you about what is happening in the world. We put the narrative together by Pearl String. We do the research. We bring the information forward. And we try to put it together in the most logical and cohesive manner possible. And uh, well, that was Barry Maguire there with Eve of Destruction. And I only play that song, well, when, <laughs> when it's doom and gloom. <laughs> We're getting close. You know, listen. I think. Potentially. This, this is one thing I wanted to talk about. We're going to talk about the Global Firestorm event. We're going to go over the news tonight. But, you know, the world's going through a transition. And I said this last week, right? Is that when something is transitioning from one state of optimization to a new state of optimization, it has to go through a process of chaos. And that's what's happening right now. And the beautiful thing about this, right? The one thing that we need to keep in mind and understand and remember, especially with all the news we're going to go over tonight, okay? Okay. Is that that chaos, it's not random. Hmm. It's, not, it's not the breakdown of entropy, right? That chaos can be controlled. That chaos can be molded into the transition to the new state. That where we're headed to, what we're, what we're be going into, what we're moving into, okay, is determined by us. If we allow the elitists and the globalists to determine it, then we lose. And then they determine it. And then that chaos ensues. But, but if we, the people here in America, worldwide, globally, mm-hmm. if we come forth and say no more, if we stand up and say, not on my watch then we have the world that we want. Then we have the world that we deserve. And and that's the beauty of this situation, is that this can transition in anything that we desire, anything that we wish. We just have to know it within our hearts and our minds. We have to unite together as a common people under a common accord. We have to go out there and say, listen, I I don't like what's happening. And this is what people are doing. We have uprisings everywhere in the world. Yeah, And the reason this is happening is because people are going, I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't like where this world's headed. I don't like the route that the globalists, the elitists are taking us to. And so that means that eventually the people will rise up to a certain point, to a certain extent. And they will say, no more. And that's where we're headed to. We're headed towards this big apex. We're, we're headed towards this one 
event that is going to be the tipping point globally. And I, I've talked about this. So we talk about the global firestorm event. Now, what does this mean for those who are new to the channel, the global firestorm event? Back in November of 2020, I talked about how that the globalists would try to systematically take down the world. And this is known as a firestorm event. How this operates is really simple. You start with social and cultural destabilization, right? Infiltrating academia. Um, you, you bring in, you pumping crime into the major, major cities. You, you go lax, you know, lax on, uh, on crime. So you have George Soros AGs that come in that uh, let murderers and people who mow down, you know, 19-year-old conservatives in the street, you let them out of jail, right? We have governors who diminish the police budget and reduce the police force while crime is on an increase. This is social and cultural destabilization. You have what we see in our schools right now with this trans agenda with, you know, meow cats, you know, pooping in their litter box in the corner of the classroom and stuff. This is social and cultural destabilization. Then you have political division and destabilization. I mean, I don't need to say that, hey, look, we're divided here in the United States politically, that we have a destabilized political center in the United States of America. And this is on the state and the federal level. And so those three things are really important aspects of how to crumble the foundation, the internal foundation of a country. But then you add into, and we talked about this back in November, Vince, we were saying this, yeah. is that we're going to have attacks on infrastructure, cyber attacks on infrastructure and supply chain. Supply chain will start breaking down, that will be on a surplus after COVID, and then it'll break down. And this is exactly what we're seeing now. And, and you know, the attacks on infrastructure, people are like, there's no cyber attacks on infrastructure. Listen. Right. You have this people tell me, what do you mean? What are you talking about? We're fine. Mm -hmm. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Some people just don't see it, man. Well, you're right. It, we had the Cyber Polygon event in the summer of 2020. And what this told us is that there was going to be some type of cyber attacks on various types of infrastructure, energy and critical infrastructure, including uh, farm, agriculture, these types of things. And what have we seen? We've seen 130, 140, 150 plus food processing, manufacturing and distribution centers catch on fire. They didn't all burn down. They didn't all become disabilitated, but, but they all had something inside of them, a machine that was operating on a network device that overloaded and caught on fire. We've had 30, the 40, the 50 various fuel refineries and distribution centers have the same thing happen. We just, we're seeing this across the world now. Yeah. And people, oh, uh, you know, just old infrastructure that needs to be replaced. Oh, you're just paying attention to it now. It's been happening forever. Your audio just cut out for me. My audio? I'm still no, here. Now you're back. Oh. Maybe, that, maybe, maybe I did that. Yeah. Weird. But so... We have to look at this in the sense that these are attacks. Now, Tucker even talked about this. He Hannity, I, no, sorry, not Tucker. Hannity actually brought someone on his show to talk about this. And this guy was like, nah, these aren't cyber attacks. You know, this is just all coincidental. Oh. And, and you know, if there's cyber attacks, Cybercom would be, like, you know, investigating this and stuff. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, these are the most... The way that these cyber attacks operate is they're meant to look like an accident. They're meant to look like, oh, human error or bad. That's exactly what's happening. So we have the attacks on infrastructure and supply chain. And then what else do we have? We have global economic collapse glooming. It's there. It's here. The Dow just entered a, an official recession. Okay? 
And we're not in a recession. We're headed towards a depression. And that's what people need to understand. Okay? Global economic collapse. The dollar is basically done as the world reserve currency. You have the BRICS nations rising up economically with their alliance between Russia, China, India, Brazil. You have Turkey wanting to join them. Saudi Arabia, Egypt trying to join them. Um, They're developing the new Silk Road. And this is crumbling the Western economies. And this is going to continue to, that. it's going to bring it to a point of meltdown, of global financial meltdown. And this is what the, the, the elitists and the globalists call the Great Reset, the Great Financial Reset, to where they come back and re-implement everything that they've been talking about in the sense of uh, baking regulations and procedures and, and introducing woke culture into that aspect, things like ESG, DEI, and such. Yeah, it's the perfect opportunity to, to do so. And then you have... World War III. And didn't I, didn't I say this years ago? I said, you're going to see conflict in China and Taiwan, Iran and Israel, Russia and Ukraine. And you're going to see proxy wars where the United States troops would get involved some way, somehow. And you're going to have a distribution of U.S. troops in all three of those places, which is going to make the United States vulnerable. And this is where the finality of the global firestorm event begins to take hold. And all we've been doing since then, Vince, is is just watching the narrative flow towards it. Certainly. And uh, remember, part of that infrastructure and everything is food, food supply, which we're seeing Mm -hmm. crumble globally. That's it. I turn your volume up. Thank you. So President Trump warned us about Biden. If he's elected, the stock market will crash. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. President Trump was spot on. He warned us about Joe Biden. The 45th president shared that if Biden were in power, the markets would crash. Trump seems to be always right. If not today, give it some time. The 2020 debates, President Trump warned that the U.S. Uh, what warned the U.S. that if Biden were elected, the markets would tumble. Listen to this. Move on. Let that me, when they Mr. President, I have to move week. on to the next question. They said the stock market will boom if I'm elected. If he's elected, the stock market will crash. Okay, let's move on to the next question very quickly. Look. And there you had it. (laughs) Directly from Trump. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that speech. Because he understood exactly what the Democrats were doing. Debate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did. He really did. But, you know, there's also good news. So we understand. They're calling it. Do you know what they're calling this now? They're calling it the new GOP. What? The new GOP. Mm. Representative Paul Gosser, who we, we've had on this show before. Awesome yes. dude. Tells the, tells the Gateway Pundit about the new GOP, the new GOP's plan for a real J6 investigation in securing the southern border. Democrats and Biden are the party of death. Well, you know, he's right. Yeah. He's absolutely 100% right. I believe the video is too long. Yeah, the, the video is GOP. Long. Interesting. The new GOP. And, and you know what the, the new GOP is is American first candidates. And and what is he proposing? He's proposing that the new January 6th commission that comes about with American first candidates in place is going to investigate people like Ray Epps, the FBI, the Mayor Bowser, Nancy Pelosi, their decision making. The yeah. news agencies that were there. Exactly. And that's exactly what should be happening right now, but it's not. It's being completely ignored. And people are losing their lives, their careers over this, over yeah. over a, a dumb fucking thing like, oh, 
I walked between two lanyards in the House of Congress taking pictures. I'm in 67-year-old grandma, and now I'm in jail for a misdemeanor. It, yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. And, and you know, people like Liz Cheney and everybody else, Eric Swalwell, who are part of that J6 commission, these people, I can't speak my real mind on what I want to happen to them, but these people need to be held accountable for the sedition and the treason yeah. that they've committed against this country. Well, it's not, nothing's wrong with saying <clears throat> for any crimes that have committed, people should bear the consequences. Period. That's what I yeah. say. And it's true. And, you know, when I start looking at everything that's happening, you, you have to look yeah. at the rhetoric that's coming out on the news, right? So we're moving into the midterm elections. We knew that the midterm elections are going to do something. And I mm -hmm. said this. I don't, I don't fucking like repeating that. But I said this. I said, watch. As we move closer to the elections, we're going to see Republicans completely dominating the polls. And then as we get closer, oh, Republicans aren't really dominating the polls. And then we're going to see polls coming out. No, no, the, Repu the, the, the Democrats are actually winning. The Democrats are going to win the Senate. This is what we're going to see. Well, what are we seeing now? Voters divided amid tense, intense fighting for control of Congress poll fines. Oh, well, what's Nate Silver have to say? The polls still do not show a GOP bounce back. You have to understand that these are completely fucking manipulated polls. That, that... 538 is not a neutral organization that is out there just polling Republicans and Democrats and, and getting their honest opinion. What they're polling is they're polling whoever they're paid the poll, funded by yeah. the DNC, funded by George Soros. <laughs> we talk about this, too. Mm -hmm. Have you ever taken any of these polls? Nope. Show of hands in the chat. Nope. Any of you ever take any of these polls? Not me. I'll tell them to kick rocks. I don't want to play. I don't want to. Yeah, I'll go vote. You'll find out then. But then you're seeing on the other side of the house, Donald Trump was posting a lot of this on True Social, that the Republican turnout, the expected Republican turnout right now, and they're doing real freaking polling, okay? When you when you subscribe to Donald Trump's website, you get like those endless fucking text messages. Yeah. They've been doing surveys. Are you going to get out and vote? Where their numbers are coming from are coming from this. And the, the numbers are showing higher than, like, the primary. Well, probably not as high as the primaries, but spectacular compared to 2018, okay? And what we're talking about here is you're going to have a massive voter turnout of the likes you've never seen before. And it's going to be downplayed the de by the Democrats. They're going to yell and scream and say we cheated or whatever. But there's no way in hell that the Republicans shouldn't take the Senate and Congress. And I'm not coming from my, my biased perspective as a conservative, Okay. If anything, I'm a moderate, right? But what we're we're talking about here is that I'm I have communications, chats with people all around this world all the time, not just people who listen to my show. I meet people all over the place. And every single one of them is like liberal, democrat, moderate, independent, doesn't matter. They're all saying the same thing. This country's fucked up. These yeah. these democrats are far left. They've the ran this country in the Yeah. Are ruined. People notice. And the people that don't notice, they're under the influence of psychological warfare, of manipulation. Or, and no offense to them, they're just too fucking dumb to realize it. Some people, the truth can accurate. sit. Yeah. Some people, the truth can sit right in front of your fucking face and you'll never see it. You'll never smell it. You'll never taste it. It's right there. 
What is it? I don't fucking know. Because you're an idiot. And that's the problem of the world today is we got too many non-participatory characters out there who have no fucking clue what's going on in the world. And that's why we're here. That's why we do this. Because you know what? I'd rather have someone out there investigating and researching and, and, and pearl stringing things together themselves and coming here and, Josh, oh, what about this? What about this? I get it all the time. I love that. It helps me. It helps all of us. And then we put that out to the world because everybody's collaborating together, getting the information and saying, look what's happening to this world. Look what's happening to this country. Look what's happening to my city or my state. And we go out there, we put out the information, we share it with people. And they're like, whoa, this is actually happening. And they share it with people. And then you have weekend conversations or weekday com- workday conversations, whatever it might be. And people are like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of did notice the economy was kind of shitty. Um, you know, my 401k has dropped about 28% since Trump left office. And, you know, I can't blame that on Trump because, well, it was high when he was in office. And then, you know, you know what they said during uh, Bill Clinton's era, right? Bill Clinton what? actually removed the national debt. He, he paid off the national debt, which was a great thing. But they blamed it on Reaganomics. Oh, it was Reaganomics. The GOP. Oh, it's Reaganomics. It was just, it was Reagan that did that, you know, eight years before. Oh, it wasn't. It was Bill Clinton. Hmm. Nothing. Bill Clinton's a fucking horrible human being. But Bill Clinton did what needed to be done to pay off the budget. What did he do? He cut the military defense budget by 50%. He used that money to pay off the national debt. Hmm. Smart guy. Want to be known for something. And also want to make the US, U.S. vulnerable. Okay understandable. And you know what? If we, if we slashed the defense budget by half, we could pay off our national debt in like five years, five or six years. Dang. Yeah. But, but they won't do it. See, that's the thing. And it's not even the national, it's not even the defense budget. We could keep the defense budget just the way it is, Vince. You know what? If we went out there and we cut all the wasteful spending, all the little Earmarks going to states and cities and counties. If we cut all the shit going overseas to all these countries that were just paying off for votes in the UN, if we brought all that money back in the house and became isolationist, like Ron Paul talked about, you know what would happen? We would be a debt free country. We'd be the wealthiest country on this planet and we'd be the happiest people on this planet. I believe it. I know a lot of our money away, man. Yeah. You know, talking about uh, the the Q stuff, and we can kind of get into this, is Dan Scavino posted this yesterday, uh, 21 hours ago. And it's interesting because a lot of people are saying, well, you know, the Q is not highlighted. I get it. But we have the the do in it, do it, right? Don't quit, do it. But the do it is highlighted, and then you have the Q in the middle. So do it, Q. What is that a reference to? Uh, I don't know. uh, Q post 244. Less than 10 can confirm me. Do it Q coincidence. Why is it? I don't understand the connection. So in the boards, there's posts with D-O-I-T-Q. Do it Q. And that actually comes from post 2100 um, where there's an image right here. And this is Trump and Scavino and Jared Kushner's there. And they form a circle and kind of like you have the arm between where it's a Q and the, the... picture when it was uploaded to Twitter was labeled do it Q. So when Scavino uploaded it to Twitter, the picture was actually named do it Q. Hmm. Right. And so this was kind of a reminder and these, both these posts or sorry, this post right here, September 6th, 2018 
Why before each rally are threats now being called in? Queue attendees, efforts to prevent. Why are bots and paid shills tasked to downvote and shill queue discussion boards? Why is fake news media attacking this movement in strategic coordinated waves, similar to anti-POTUS tactics? All for conspiracy. What are they afraid of? How many coincidences before it's mathematically impossible? The world is watching. The world is changing. Where we go, one, we go all. Right? And this one was a reference to less than 10 can confirm me. They're talking about Q. Do it, Q coincidence. Twitter repeat, right? Meant only for you. God bless. And so Scavino posted that yesterday. That was a direct reference, as well as he posted it on the timestamp of 2206. Now, 2206 is a delta of uh, 18th of September 2018. So we're on a four year delta. And let's just see if this has uh, relevance. Do you remember? Yeah. Go ahead. I saw somebody ask a question about what the heck even is a delta when you're talking about that. And uh, so maybe we should explain that briefly. Delta is a reference to the time difference between various postings. It can mean the hours, the minutes, right? When we talked about uh, uh, Trump validations or Trump proofs or Q proofs, is Trump would post something or Q would post something with context and Trump would post less than a minute later, which would be like a, a zero delta. Um, when we talk about deltas here, when we're talking about September 18th, 2018, we're talking about a four-year delta on uh, September 18th. And so that's what we're talking about there. But if you remember, on September 10th, Donald Trump posted a, uh, a timestamp Remember he reached, he remember he posted all the memes. Remember yeah. the day he posted all the memes, memes and the Q, yeah, the the Q memes and no, it wasn't Q, the Queen stuff. It oh. was all the Q reposting all the Q memes. Oh yes. Okay, and there is one timestamp in there with a post, and I said, uh oh, that's twenty one forty five. Prepare your memes. Well, guess what? Dan Scavino's post twenty two oh six, right at the top, September tenth two thousand eighteen. Post twenty one forty five. Prepare your memes. That hmm. means that. It's about to happen. Um, so then buckle up, memes ready, 2183, right there. And then this goes on. Define projection, deep, uh, deep state panic is real. Think about real-time Q tracking. This is all happening right now. Then he talks about dates in September. September 10th drop memes, uh, non-NSA uh, ability. September 13th and 14th, two articles drop on Facebook memes. September 16th, articles drop highlighted examples. September 18th. Articles, memes, and Q, the war is real. What has Donald Trump been posting the last few weeks? Q memes. This, this is communication that's happening between Scavino, Trump, and all of us. Telling yeah, us that shit is really happening. The panic is really real. Yeah. Right? That these people are scared because America has awakened. America has awakened. I, I feel sorry. For any son of a bitch country out there right now who wants to go to war with us. Because America has awakened. And we will, we will defend this country like no other. From all enemies, foreign and domestic. And that's what the enemies out there need to realize. And I, I apologize for all the cursing tonight. I heard it's a sign of intelligence and I wanted to appear a little bit more intelligent tonight. I'm really smart. I'm wow. really smart. <laughs> I'm really smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving away from that, but understanding that this is kind of the scope of what's happening. We have the signifying from Cash Patel, from Dan Scavino, Donald Trump that, hey, trust the plan. We have a plan. Don't worry. We have a plan. It's happening. Yeah. Okay. They're scared because they know what's coming. 
Okay? And, and listen, I, I've lost faith in the plan, right? Because we've been through some very, very dark times the last few months, the last few years, right? We have. And I'm not going to say I lost faith that nothing was going to happen. I said specifically during this time frame, this was going to happen. At the same time I was talking about all that other shit, I said, Donald Trump's going to go out there. He's going to create a social media platform. It's going to be decentralized from big tech. And when this time comes, probably around the midterm elections, we're going to see them fight back against Donald Trump. This is when Jay said and Trump, Jay came out and said that Trump would be the first arrest. And I said, yep, it'll mm -hmm. probably happen right around the midterms to bring them clout during the midterms so they can claim that they won votes. And during that time is when Donald Trump's dead man switch will be released. All the information will flow freely off of True Social. From True Social, it distributes throughout the rest of the entire internet. And this is, we've been having all the indications of D-class, all these things happening. And so I think that that's what this is going to be. I think that we're about to see, they're telling us to get our memes ready. Why? Because when this information drops, you take the information, you put it in the memes, which cannot be filtered by the algorithms. Then you spread those memes out throughout the rest of the internet. Most people, did you know that most people in the world who are on social media and get their news from social media get their news from memes? Wow, I didn't know that. Isn't that fucking absurd? It's absurd. Yeah, it is. And people that actually read only read the headline. Yep. Well, it makes it, it easy for fake news yeah, to well, get you. What does it mean? Just a headline and a picture. But a picture tells a thousand words. Vanguard, yep, Vanguard Natural becomes the latest oil firm to file for bankruptcy. BlackRock International Inc. files for bankruptcy in Lafayette. Um, really interesting here that we're, we're seeing the collapse of their companies. You know, this could yeah. be, I mean, this is two of, the, two of the, the top dogs in the doghouse, right? And yeah. we're seeing them systematically go down, which is really interesting. Uh, big pharma and mainstream media are largely owned by two asset firms, BlackRock and Vanguard. Drug companies are driving COVID-19 responses, all of which so far have endangered rather than optimized public health. And mainstream media have been willing accomplices in spreading their propaganda to false narrative that leads the public astray and fosters fear-based lies. Very truthful. Vanguard and BlackRock are the top two owners of Time Warner, Comcast, Disney News Corp., and four of the six media companies that control more than 90% of the U.S. media landscape. BlackRock and Vanguard form a secret monopoly that own just about everything else you can think of. In all, they have ownership over 1,600 American firms, which in 2015 had a combined revenues of $9.1 trillion. When you add in the third largest global owner, State Street, their combined ownership encompasses nearly 90% of all the S&P 500 firms. Vanguard is the largest shareholder of BlackRock. Vanguard itself, on the other hand, is a unique structure that makes its ownership more difficult to discern, but many of its oldest, richest families in the world can be linked to Vanguard funds. Uh, what does the New York Times and the majority of other legacy media have in common with Big Pharma? Answer, they largely owned by BlackRock and Vanguard, the two largest asset management firms in the world. Moreover, it turns out these two companies form a secret monopoly. We just talked about that. And we're not going to go too much into this, but understand that these are the companies that we're fighting. They own the world. They bought it up through loopholes in the law. And 
that's who we're fighting. That's who we're going after. We're going after these big globalists, the corporatists, the elitists, the ones who believe they own everything with their fake fucking money. And money is fake, people. I want people to understand that money out there is fake. Don't be holding on to your dollars. I understand cash and everything like that. Don't be holding on to your dollars thinking it's real. Because you know what? Just like in Iraq, just like in Venezuela, it can go to zero overnight because it's fake. It's not real. Money is an intermediary of value. Okay? What does that mean? Is you go out there and you bring certain skills and experience and knowledge and wisdom to a marketplace. In exchange, that marketplace gives you the return on the value you're bringing it. Your value to the marketplace, they give you a return on your value. Well, they can't give you a house or a car or food or vacation, so they give you an intermediary that acts as a representation of your value. That's money, okay? So money's an intermediary for your value. And here's the thing, is if you don't control that intermediary of your value, then someone else does. And if someone else does, that means that all the value that you've worked for your whole life can be gone in an instant simply because someone decided they didn't want to play that game anymore. And this is why we say gold and silver. This is why we say be prepared for what might come because gold and silver historically have held their value. So few things. Talk about gold and silver. Getgoldtoday.com. Dr. Kirk Elliott. If you haven't checked him out, please do. Getgoldtoday.com. If you guys give them a call, 720-605-3900, let them know that Josh Red Pill Project is the one that sent you. But if you just go to getgoldtoday.com, that's gonna uh, you can go ahead and email them or whatever. Just let them know the Red Pill Project has sent you. Okay. That. Other. I wanted to give a shout out to all the people doing the uh, Battle of the Streams out there. I know we've had a few people... Um, already donate. Thank you so much for helping support alternative media and everything that Vince and I and Andrea and everybody at the Red Pill Project are doing here. Um, you guys help, you guys keep us alive and help us keep moving forward. So thank you so much. As well as subscribing and all the thumbs up. Battle of the streams, if you don't know, between DLive, Rumble, and Pilled. It's just a little competition we do every episode. And it's just a much appreciated for everybody that helps out. Uh, Grismo7 is celebrating a 13th month substreak. Thank you so much, Grismo. Uh, JCMC0007 is celebrating a nine-month substreak, and those are on DLive. Thank you so much, JCMC. RPG3573 donated to ice cream. We have CA Tin Knocker just followed us. Welcome, uh, uh, CA Tin Knocker. Thank you for the follow. Sexy Dad 77. Oh, we love our Sexy Dad 77. Gifted a cookie. Reduce federal workforce by 50%. Eliminate 50% of the cabinet. And the whole thing would balance itself. You're absolutely right. 100%. Get rid of all the federal workers that are absolutely worthless. How many times during COVID, right? Non-essential workers don't come to work and half of the federal government was laid off with pay because they're non-essential. We don't need them. You're absolutely right. Hevsky, $10 on Rumble. El Salvador's president bought Bitcoin for citizens. Today was trolling England on their currency collapse. That's right. They, they went Bitcoin in El Salvador, and they're starting to move upward because the grasp of the United States intelligence agencies is, is basically lost in that country. Grits, 39120 just donated to ice cream. Thank you so much, Grits, on that. But, guys, money's fake. Bitcoin is fake money, right? It, it, has, a, it has a digital purpose. But unless you're dealing with something that during all times, all times, hard times, dark times, dark ages, you know, 
aftermath of nuclear winter that you can trade food, supplies, gold and silver. Gold and silver will always be there. The word fiat literally means fake. We have a fractional reserve banking system, and I don't have too much time to explain how all that works, but understand that it's not cool. Basically, every dollar that a bank takes in, they can loan out a dollar ninety. Hmm, isn't that interesting? So wow. if they take in one dollar, they can lend out a dollar ninety while having that dollar in reserves. Oh, okay. Well, you know what they do, Vince? What? So I'm going to take you through this process real quick. All right. So. Let's just use a dollar as an example. So they right. they they take in a dollar in deposit. Now they can give out a loan for a dollar ninety. So they give out a loan for a dollar ninety. Now to create that loan, what do they have to do? Print money. They have to create a balance in an account. Oh. So that dollar ninety now gets created in an account, and guess what that counts as? Another deposit. And so now they can loan. What, $2.89? Or now they can loan, let's just round it up. Now they can loan $3 because they just have that new $1.90 deposit come into their bank. See how that works? It's fucking criminal. And they've been doing it for hundreds of years and the same families over and over again. And it's time that we get back to sound money. It's time that we get back to a money system that works for the people, that is by the people and of the people. Our founding fathers, when they created this country, they put it in Article 1, I think Article 1, Section 3 of the Constitution, that Congress only has the right to coin and print money and regulate the value thereof. Now, this was critically important. Hmm. Now, do you know why the, uh, what is it, the what is it, 19th Amendment? No, 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 the 19th Amendment is women votes. Uh, 23rd Amendment, whatever it is for the Federal Reserve and for income tax. Well, the Federal Reserve was act of, uh, the act of 1913, right? The Federal Reserve Act of 1913 passed on December 24th. Do you want to know why that's not unconstitutional? Sure. See, in the Constitution, it says Congress has the right to coin and print money and regulate the value thereof. Congress contracted that out to the Federal Reserve. So Congress has the right to do it, and they waived that right and gave it to somebody else, which has congressional oversight. Wow. So they can do it. So just a small little minor mistake there by the, by the, the uh, founders. They should have said, and Congress shall not give this right to anybody else or any business or company or bank. If they just put that little line in there. <clears throat> I mean, like the voting laws that they're trying to pass right now, it's going to the Senate, right? Unconstitutional. Yeah. Direct violation of the Constitution. Congress does not have the right to change the Constitution. Can't. No, nowhere in there does it say Congress has the right to change the Constitution. Nope, doesn't say that. See, in order to change the Constitution, our founders knew this. And they were smart. They said, hey, two-thirds of the states will have to come together in a constitutional convention, a convention of the states. And two-thirds majority would have to say, yeah, we want that change. And see, our founders knew that that would only happen very rarely, every 100 years or so. And so far, it's only happened every 100 years or so. And see, that's why they can't change the Constitution, because it's a direct violation of their oath, of their, 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 their bylaws of who they are. And so they need to be reminded of this. And I think that humanity is getting to that point where we're going to remind them of this. And, and Joe, the FBI agent, or Jim, the FBI agent, if you're listening out there, you know, Thomas Jefferson once said, 
that the tree of liberty needs to be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and the blood of tyrants. And he said that that should happen every hundred years. Now, I'm not a fighting man. I'm not a violent man. I condemn violence, okay? I don't want civil war. I don't want bloodshed. I don't want people to get hurt. But people are dying all around us. There's a mass genocide taking place on this planet right now. And if you want to deny it, if anybody out there wants to deny it, come talk to me for an hour. Come, I'll sit down with all the evidence that we have. I'll show you all the random things that are happening. That you'll be like, well, that's just coincidence. No, it's not. And see, we're coming to that point where people in this country are going to rise to that level. They're going to remember that. And they're going to rise to that level. And they're going to say, no more. Not saying I'm going to do it. I'm not saying anybody out there is doing it. I'm not telling people to go do this. I'm saying we're coming to the point where people are going to start thinking like that and start doing that. And that's not a country I want to live in. That's not a world I want to live in. And that's not something I'm prepared for. But on the other hand, as Thomas Jefferson said, it's necessary. You know, Max Egan, we were talking this weekend and he was talking <laughs> about he was talking about all the people that are dying from the the Fauci Ouchi, the jabby jab. Yeah. Right? I loved his outlook on it. Yeah. Yeah. And what did he say? He huh? says sometimes you need a purge. Sometimes you need a purge. Sometimes you need oh, a calling of all the dumb people. Ninety one yeah. percent of Biden voters are vaccinated. Man. Yeah. I mean, it, it, was he wrong? I mean, I don't I don't condone taking life, right? It's not my choice, yeah. my decision. It's a complicated ethical question. It um, is. And, you know, the evolution of society and populations, uh, if you look at it on a statistical level or like a, a, but not like a current issue, but maybe like a little, maybe this happened a thousand years ago, that the aspect of, oh my gosh, that's a disturbing thought kind of goes away when you look at it as just um, a statistical thing that happens and what effect it has on a culture but uh well either way historically speaking we've seen this throughout history and max is actually talking about this <clears throat> we, excuse me <clears throat> we didn't really get into it and maybe next time when we bring that max back on we'll talk about this but he does a lot on alternative history and i know he didn't want to talk about it he was kind of like yeah all that shit's bullshit i disagree because i think that those things lead people to the understanding that we have something inside of us, a seed that must grow, right? And that when we go on these searches for truth, it's these small little um, breadcrumbs that lead us there. And it's things like alternative history, right? And Max is very well established in this. He's written a book on it, done documentaries on it. And Max is where I learned the fact about the, uh, the French catacombs. And I went and researched this myself, absolutely. And what was he saying about the French catacombs? Um, basically, you have two square miles of the French catacombs that are littered with human bones that are organized in sigils in art fashion. Okay? Like all the femurs are all lined up, skulls are all lined up. It's estimated in that two square miles, there's about six million people. Okay, there's 30 square miles of catacombs. 28 of it has never even been excavated, and it's believed those bones go all throughout. Which means that if you do the multiplication, 30 times 6 million, 180 million, right? Somewhere around, or 90 million, 60 million people. So 
about 60 million people down there. Well, the problem is, is during the 1500s when the Black Plague came around, and this is when it's said to have happened, is there was only a population of 315,000 in France. There was only a population of 3.2 million in Europe. And what they say happened is these, these Jesuit priests went out there and dug up all the graves of all the people, okay? But if you look at the bones, they've been boiled. And they're so clean, they've been boiled. So who's going to go unbury millions of bodies, scrape off all the flesh, then boil billions upon billions of bones, and then have the time within a five-year span to organize billions of bones into the sigils and art on the wall in the catacombs? Nobody. It's impossible. Statistically improbable. Okay? Which means that the population on the planet during that time was much, much different than we're being told. That we're not being told the whole truth about our history. You know, it was estimated that the Tartarian civilization that lived on this planet was approximately, I think it was like 20 billion or 30 billion people. That's phenomenal. Amazing. Possible. And what happened to them? Go look in the French catacombs. There was a great purge. And this is what Max talks about a lot. And, and I'm telling you, his evidence is solid. He, he shows the trail. And, and you can go back and you can start looking at all of it, and, and it's all there. Okay, let's get off the conspiracy. Canada will drop COVID-19 vaccine mandates for visitors, including professional athletes, in October. Okay, all my Canadian friends out there, get your asses down here and let's party. You know who you are. All right? Let's party. Let's have some fun. We haven't seen each other in a few years, been separated by mandates. So that's good news. That's, that's good. This is a little bit of good news mixed in with all this, right? Breaking news. <clears throat> breaking news? We just, that's great news. Oh, I thought you said breaking news. I was like, oh, no. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> EU uh, Central Bank has warned <clears throat> outlet, outlook is darkening. The European Central Bank has slashed growth pro, uh, forecast, hiking interest rates, even as it predicts inflation will climb further. Wow, doesn't that sound familiar? Yes. Sounds really familiar. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's almost what's, what's happening here in the United States of America. Huh. Outlook is darkening. Housing markets are crashing. Inflation is increasing. Interest rates are increasing. And they can't get inflation under control. Because you have what's called runaway inflation. It's called hyperinflation. Ron, Dr. Dr. Ron Paul has talked about this for decades. And he says, this is eventually going to happen. Because, because the monetary system doesn't pay attention. Because the politicians don't care and just want to endlessly print money. And the same thing's happening in Europe. Did you notice that it's happening in a lot of Western nations? Because yeah. they're the ones ushering in the Great Reset. Yeah. They're kind of... Forcing. Ooh, that's a good word. The reset. That's it. This is the UK chart that matters. The ten-year, um, the ten-year gilt yield. No, no doubt. The Bank of England will have to raise interest rates much more rapidly to finance Quartens' spending deficit. And so that's the so, thing. Same thing that's happened here in the United States is so Powell. Good when charts do that. Yeah. <laughs> Powell's going to have to increase interest rates much more rapidly. We still have six more interest rate hikes that are about to come over the next six-month period. The last one was 0.75 basis points. Now, why did they keep it low like that? Which is really high, but why did they keep it low? To prevent people from panicking. That's it. 
right before a midterm election. You don't want to have people panic. Let's just keep it at this 0.75 basis points and keep on doing some quantitative easing and printing money to pump it into the, uh, the, the capital markets. Why not? Well, the psychology of the markets is so weird. Yep. Well, that's what happened. That's what caused it to happen. So they're just going to do exactly what caused it to happen. They're going to keep on doing it, which is going to cause it to inflate. The Dow has officially entered a bear market. The key metric fell 329.6 points on Monday. Um, the Dow Jones Industrial officially enters a bear market territory on Monday. Uh, the key metric of 329.6 points on Monday, marking a 1.11% decline, placing the index in bear market territory per market watch, as bear market is traditionally defined as a 20% decline from a recent high. On Friday, the Dow plunged below 30,000, effectively erasing all the stock market gains since President Joe Biden took office. The S&P 500 also reached a low point for the year 2022, dropping 1.03% to 365504, while the third major index, the Nasdaq Composite, dropped 0.6% to 10802. The major index plun uh, officially plunging into a bear market adds pressure on the Biden administration, which has sought to redefine the normal definition of economic recession following consecutive quarters of economic decline. If you're if you have average knowledge on finance, on investments. If you have a 401k, IRAs, a retirement plan, don't sell. Don't, don't just go and sell it all off, okay? Diversify your assets into things that are tough during a recession. Gold and silver. These are what we're talking about before, right? Gold and silver. Get goldtoday.com, okay? But when the market begins to collapse and crash... Don't just get out. Unless you're already out. If you're already out, great. If you took your profit, you got out, great. Now go put it, get it out of cash and put it in something that is going to gain you interest. Gold and silver. Because what happens is the market's going to decline and gold and silver is going to go up. You have this inverse proportional relationship. Okay? But one thing you don't want to do, if you're, if you're one of those people like, I'm not selling. Or I, I'm, 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 I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Okay? When the market begins to decline, don't take a loss. Just hold on to it. Buy more. Okay? The reason I'm saying that is because the market will always rebound. The market will rebound. And it might be five years. It might be 10 years. It might be 20 years. But the market will rebound. You know, it took us, it took us like 16 years, 17 years for the market to rebound after 2018. Okay? 2008. 2000, yeah, 2008. 17 years from the rebound from 2008. Okay. Wait, does that even make sense? No, it doesn't. Uh, took a while. It, sorry, it's 12 years, years. 12 years. 12 years. 12 years. 2020 is when the market finally hit those points again. But okay. what I'm trying to say here is that it takes a while for the market to rebound. But if you have long-term investment strategies, then just, just hold clear in them, okay? Be, you'll be okay. But if you're something short-term or you're planning on retiring in the next few years, I'm telling you, please, just call Dr. Kirk Elliott and talk to their team. They'll help you out. 15 killed in neo-Nazi Russian school shooting. The male suspect reportedly died by suicide after an attack in the Udmurt Republic. 15 people were killed and many others injured after a school shooting uh, in uh, the Eisenach, Russia, Ural's region on Monday. Now, the reason I'm bringing this story up is because we're seeing a lot of destabilization globally, especially in these countries that are standing up against the Western nations. And we know that school shootings systematically have been utilized.
by these radicals, by these elitists, to change and sway public opinion. And what are they trying to do in Russia? Move the power away from Putin. And that's what you're seeing here. That these are probably false flag operations. That's, probably. That's my guess. That shooter was uh, put online in graphic videos with a swastika on their T-shirt. Mm, of course. Um, and then the news goes out and says, you know, Putin has a terrible Nazi problem in Russia. It's like, but it very well could have been a Ukrainian mm -hmm. or a radicalized person um, from the other side, you know. So it's really interesting. And it's from the same old playbook, isn't it? The school stuff. It's sad. It's yep. gross. That's it. At least 76 people killed in Iran protest crackdown. Iranian authorities cracked down on the protest following the death of Masa. Amini um, has left at least 76 people dead, according to the, the Norway-based Iran human rights non-government organization. We call on the international community to decisively and unitedly take practical steps to stop the killing and torture of protesters. And you got to remember, what happens in Iran, this is a totalitarian dictatorship. This young woman um, decided to not wear her burqa, um, wore it a little too low, and the morality police came about. And sent her to uh, two hours of re-education. And uh, when she came out of that in the hospital, they said that she had a heart attack, but she was beaten and tortured and eventually died. The people in Iran eventually began rising up. And now you have full-blown protests where the police are just shooting them with real bullets. Why not? Rubber bullets, real bullets, explosions. They don't care. And, you know, for all the law enforcement out there, when that starts coming to America... I would just have a suggestion to remember your oath. It's the best advice I can give you. Remember your oath. That the people are fighting because their rights are being oppressed. That tyrants are in control. That's why people rise up like that. Right? Eventually yeah, what's going to happen true. is the, Praetor wow. the Praetorian Guard will all get a knife in the back. So we just need to keep that in mind. Yeah, um, I don't recommend getting involved with anything like this, you guys. It's just bad, dude. Bad news. Mm -hmm. And what's happening here in the United States? Well, how about this? Let's let's watch this. <laughs> That's a Wawa right there. Uh, Wawa are a group of convenience stores in Philadelphia where it was ransacked by a group of young criminals who believe that they somehow have power and authority over someone else's property. Yeah. And, you know, the stealing and the looting and all that going on is terrible. But then you also have the girl in the background who's twerking up on things. <laughs> And then she looked like a Disney princess the, up there in front of the deli counter. One of the girls is like, we make me a sandwich. And they're told I'm walking know, away for a while. And yeah. they're like, they start arguing. It's like, what is going through your guys' minds? Oh man. And I wonder, you know, this probably is triggered by social media and radical accounts and these different um, accounts that don't seem to get banned on the left. Yep. 
promoting criminality. I know, right? They don't. They just don't get banned. Cuba issues cyclone alert uh, as Hurricane Ian nears. Uh, and Florida is expected to get hit by this one as well. Over 300,000 people have been evacuated from uh, or being told to evacuate from Florida. Um, I don't know what that video is. I'm going to play it, though. I thought I had another one on the, the hurricane. But uh, where is it? It's actually there it is. Boom. Right there. Okay. Florida emergency declared as tropical storm Ian strengthens. And this is going to smack probably into the... Uh, into the Florida, and apparently 300,000 people have been told to begin evacuations. Um, this is interesting because if you remember just a few months ago, there was no hurricanes. Yeah. And they were saying, this is really odd. There's no hurricanes or tropical storms. There's really odd. There's just no hurricanes and tropical storms. Then all of a sudden, boom, here we go. One after another. Uh, big ones. This is going to be a big one. They say it may reach Category 4 by tomorrow morning. Oh, God. And then make landfall and maybe die down, but maybe just be really atrocious. So, All right. Clown World posted this. Do I need any warning before I play events? Uh, no, it's not too it's bad. Okay. Let's, let's listen to this. Fucking dollars. 98 fucking dollars. I have to decide between buying gas or buying food. And guess who wins? Because I have to get to the job that I need to fucking buy anything at all. That doesn't pay me enough. And people want to donate a thousand dollars to fucking cats. Ninety-eight goddamn dollars at Costco to fill up my tank. Ninety-eight dollars. Five fifty a tank. Five fifty a gallon at Costco. Five fifty a gallon at Costco. This is the work of the fucking religious right. Fuck you, religious right, who are doing this and have been doing this to us. Fuck you, profiteering companies. Fuck you, billionaires, stealing us, breaking our backs, stealing from us, profiteering off of us. Let me repeat, I have to decide between buying food or gas. Guess which one wins? I, too, used to be afflicted with fits of rage. That was until I discovered the new supplement called Sit the Fuck Down, You Did This to Yourself. Just take two of these Sit the Fuck Down, You Did This to Yourself and look in the mirror and you'll slowly start to see the part you might have played to get to where we are right now. Sit the fuck down because realization is the first step towards recovery. Everybody's a little bit surprised there that she blamed the right. I remember that. Yeah, that. right. Oh my gosh. I guess this is a little bit old, but holy smokes. It, it's 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 old. I remember this video. Um and uh does somebody want to tell her? I think she probably found out. She probably knows now, right? I no, I, I doubt she does. She's uh, probably out there fifty seven dollars for a fucking tank of gas. Just Damn you, Donald Trump. Damn you, Donald Trump and the right. Yeah. <laughs> Why is my food so expensive? I don't know. Maybe 17 executive orders that Joe, Joe Biden passed his second day in office. Maybe the horrible economic policy that has been brought about by this administration and the uh, complete inability of Congress to do anything about it. I, well, then fuck the Republicans in Congress. They don't have the majority. Well, fuck them in Senate. They don't have the majority. Well, then who's to blame? Just say it. 
Just say it. Left. I, I can't say that word. For some reason, it's not in my mind. I can't say it. Bigot. Just yeah, say it. It's really sad. There's no thinking happening. It's just like robot people. NPCs, buddy. Oh, man. Chaos uh, is the, the plan. More evidence Democrat DAs are turning their cities into war zones by refusing to lock up violent criminals. Well, we saw this in Illinois and much of other uh, cities right now. But uh, yep. it has become the mission of left-wing billionaire George Soros to destroy America, despite the fact that it has greatly contributed to the wealth and he has made the U.S. his home. That much is evident by his continued financing of campaigns for Marxists running for district attorneys in major U.S. cities. For now, Soros candidates, all whom run under the banner of the Democratic Party, have been winning their races in cities like St. Louis, New York City, Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles. And once they are in office, the new DAs implement reforms that include getting rid of cash bail and refusing to charge or prosecute people for increasingly violent crimes. The effect of these soft on crime policies was predictable. Not only has violence and crime risen, but criminals are becoming increasingly brazen. And so we talked about this. Illinois just basically gave this order throughout the whole state that, you know, if you run down a, uh, a 17-year-old conservative who's dancing in the street and kill him, oh, that's okay. You know, $50,000 cash bail and you can just go on your merry way. Just show up to your court date, please. Um, you can go kill someone and that's okay or, or rape someone or any of that stuff. What they're saying in Illinois, you can do any of these horribly violent crimes. Oh, that's okay. We'll give you cash bail. Just make sure you make your court date. Yeah, it really started with Antifa and Black Lives Matter. If I recall, but maybe, maybe before it that, did. but it really was noticeable at that time. Agreed. Agreed. And I wonder if they'll do that again. Well, you know, and here's the this thing year. is the left doesn't even like these DAs, you know, in, in San Francisco, they recalled them and got rid of them mm -hmm. because crime's so fucking bad there. Yeah. Well, San Francisco's not coming back from this one. I'm sorry to say it. No, it's not. They're so trashed. So this is the White House Office of Management and Budget Director Shalanda Young. She, uh, never mind. White House asked Congress for nearly $12 billion more for Ukraine aid. President Joe Biden's administration has asked Congress for $12 billion in additional funding for Ukraine. On top of the tens of billions the United States has already committed, the administration wants $11.7 billion for security and economic assistance. Did you see the videos of all the Ukrainian people at uh, the the dance halls and out on Friday, Saturday night? They're at the beach. They're at the pool. It's it's right, because like, Putin Putin yeah. has not declared war on Ukraine. That's so right. It's normal. This is economic assistance. You know, we got to help Ukraine because they're they're being paralyzed. Yeah. Can I correct myself? Some people consider it war, but Russia declared it as a special military operation where the rest of Ukraine's safe. Well, now now it's gonna be a war. It's gonna be yeah, a war probably. within less than two weeks. It's going to be a war. I would even Probably. say in the next few days, it's going to be an all-out fucking war. Because they have that vote happening, and Ukraine doesn't seem to want to back down. Well, Russia, Russia already voted. Surely isn't. It's done? I thought the vote was today. That they voted to annex them. Um, I'll, I'll talk about it here in a minute. I'll show you guys. Russia grants citizenship to uh, Edward Snowden. <clears throat> Who is Edward Snowden? Well... He was John Brennan's protege. He was on the farm over at the CIA. 
Um, he infiltrated the NSA and re- leaked the spying program that the NSA was doing on American citizens. But we believe that that program was actually being done on the deep state. And that's why John Brennan sent him over there. I don't think Edward Snowden had any fucking clue what he was doing. I think he was just like a freedom fighter, completely weaponized by the the radical left. And he went over there thinking he was doing something good because they're spying on American citizens. And that's why he leaked it. But either way. He has been uh, granted full Russian citizenship by Vladimir Putin. Must have gave him some good information for that. Yeah, that's not very common. Yep. Um, let's listen to this. This Our is meeting. This is what I think it is. Okay, let's listen to this. This is Colleen Shogun. So about your nomination, you have demonstrated keen judgment, nonpartisan independence, and once confirmed, you will be the first woman to serve as the archivist Shit. of the United States. So... I was troubled, I have to say, by this article that you wrote. You write in your paper, recent Republican presidents have adopted anti-intellectualism. How would you define anti-intellectualism? Thank you, Senator, for that question. The ability to speak uh, in very plain, common-sense terms to Americans. And you say at one point, Republicans tend to exhibit anti-intellectual qualities. Democrats coalesce on the intellectual tail of the continuum. So is the point that Republicans are stupid and Democrats are intellectual? Thank you, Senator, for that question. Absolutely not. Interesting. It's a piece on rhetoric, but you attribute part of the anti-intellectualism of the Republican Party to the rise of the religious right because those voters are stupid. Thank you, Senator, for that question. Absolutely not. I look forward to welcoming all Americans to the National Archives. Do you think that people who voted for Donald Trump are anti-intellectual? I would not make any judgment on the people who voted for President Trump or any other president. You characterize President Reagan as having, quote, less than impressive intellectual capacities. You said Reagan engaged in intellectual posturing. So in other words, it's dumb. Thank you, Senator. Absolutely not. That was a perception. I'm sorry. It's a perception by home, by you. You you wrote about it. That is a a perception. But actually, in the article, because... You say Reagan's less than impressive intellectual capacities. That's presented as a factual statement. Mm -hmm. You don't even cite for it. I have your article. Don't dissemble in front of me. So that's not your view? Thank you, Senator. It is not my view. Why did you write it? Thank you, Senator. That is not my view. My view is was focused on his rhetorical capability. That's not what your sentence says. Listen, you wrote an article saying basically that Republican voters are stupid, that Republican presidents deliberately appeal to anti-intellectualism, yet you're trying to present yourself here as a nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. In fact, you're an extreme partisan, and, and your record shows that. You're someone who has denigrated Republican presidents and their voters. You wrote it. Why won't you stand behind it? Thank you, Senator. I, I will stand by my nonpartisan service. We have seen what happens when you have political activists in the position that you are up for confirmation for. We are living through the weaponization, the political weaponization of the National Archives, the political weaponization of the Department of Justice, the political weaponization of the FBI. We're living with a... Pr- Our meeting. Here we go. These are the people. These are the people that are infiltrating your country. That's what's happening. They're infiltrating your country, your government, your state, your local. She, Colleen Shogun is just the, the, the same person that is, is leading your, your county board, okay? Your school boards. This is who they're finding, these radicals who have just a hatred, a darkness inside them for anybody who disagrees with their level of politic. Oh, you're an intellectual. Fuck you. I curse. I'm very intellectual. Yeah, man. And um, yeah, I know the, we passed our Nazis. point and we were talking about uh, the Firestorm Firestorm event, but I didn't uh, see this and I don't know if you saw it. We didn't talk about it, but um, Don shared this 
and basically Disclosed TV posted that pressure in the Nord Stream 2 pipeline drops to almost zero overnight hmm. in one of the two pipes and the reason's unknown. I can tell you exactly why. And they said, uh, following the pressure drop in Nord Stream 2, a pressure drop has now also been recorded in both lines of Nord Stream 1, the operator says. Okay, so the Nord Stream pipeline. Do you want to explain? Please, dude. No, I, I was asking you if you wanted to explain. Oh, okay. Well, I was, I don't know, but I was reading somebody was speculating. I don't know, but I was reading some. I can uh, tell you exactly this, what it is. This post said it has to be divers or uh, some oh. kind of operation. Okay. So, um, what is the Nord Stream pipeline? Navy divers or a submarine, according to the German government's assessment. Right. Okay. So that's what I was asking. I, wa I wanted you to say what the Nord Stream Pipeline was. And basically what the Nord Stream Pipeline oh. is, is how Russia funnels oil, gas, into Germany. Okay? Germany's a NATO nation. One of the strongest NATO nations in Europe and very close proximity to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Okay. What did Putin warn if the West continued? That, that Europe... Europe would freeze. Mm. Why did they go down? I think it's a a, um, a a warning, a shot across the bow. We will shut off your fucking gas. They're going in the winter right now. We'll shut off your gas. War of attrition. Yeah, they're not going to be able to fight a very uh, good war if they don't have any energy. Yeah. Not if their people are all cold. CIA doctor is hit by Havana syndrome, says he was in disbelief as he suffered from what he was actually investigating. What a nightmare. Well, this is the world we live in. CIA collecting bulk data on Americans without any oversight, says Senator. And two U.S. senators have uh, asked the Central Intelligence Agency to release the details of the secret bulk data collection program that has apparently ensnared Americans. Senators Ron Wyden, Democrat, and Martin Heinrich, Democrat, wrote the Director of National Intelligence and CIA asking them to declassify a review of the CIA program known as Deep Dive 2, the details of which were redacted from the letter. The letter was written in April 2021 but was classified until yesterday. The secret CIA program is under the authority of Executive Order 12333, which former President Ronald Reagan issued in 1981. It has been used to justify bulk data collection of people in the U.S., including phone calls, SMS messages, and until recently, email metadata. This practice was limited by a 2015 reauthorization of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, known as FISA, which banned the bulk collection of phone and SMS data by the FBI. And, uh, yep. Well, we know they're spying on us. We know they're listening to us. We, it's no secret that the government is out to get us. Absolutely not. Because you know what? They want good slaves. They want obedient slaves. They want slaves that lay down their rights and freedoms for privileges and immunities. Yeah, you know, like you'll have a wonderful smart house, just uh, you'll have zero privacy. That's right. Pink Floyd co-founder calls out censorship over Ukraine. News outlets, news outlets had suggested that Roger Waters had canceled gigs in Poland following local pressure. Now, I just saw Roger Waters live um, on his birthday, actually. Really? Yep. It was uh, I, really cool. Didn't I tell the story? 
What happened? I, I, I had I had front row seats. Okay, I'm a big Pink Floyd fan. I had front row seats, and he's like he paused in between scenes, and I go Happy Birthday, Roger, and everybody's like yeah. Happy Birthday, Roger, and then I'm like Happy Birthday, and everybody started oh. singing along with us. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I started a Happy Birthday, and he's like Oh, thank you. But yeah, I, I started a whole Happy Birthday song for Roger at, in Denver. It's pretty well, cool. Apparently, he he has a good grasp on what the hell's going on. Yes and no. He he's kind oh. of, um, I mean, he, yeah, he, he's kind of a, a radical, but that's okay. Um, Is Rod, he? Yeah, he 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 denied media reports that he had canceled two concerts in Krakow, Poland. He accused the local authorities of censoring him over criticism of Western involvement in the Ukraine conflict. In a Facebook post on Sunday, Waters addressed a Guardian and Polish newspaper, Gaska Korowska. Uh, the papers are wrong in their assertion that that either I or my management had canceled the forthcoming shows in Kraskow. We haven't. He went on to confirm, however, that the counselor in the city of Kraskow, Lucia, Luskas Watsus, was put forth in motion to declare Waters persona non grata. According to the musician, this is because of my public efforts to encourage all involved in the disastrous war in Ukraine to work towards a negotiated peace. Um, he's uh, he, he's one of these guys is just completely anti-war, and that's okay. Um, but he is definitely saying that the West is involved in Ukraine with a proxy war of Russia, but he's against Russia and the U.S. and in Ukraine, right? He just wants peace, period. Yeah, he just wants peace, period. But he's Which is a he, fine position to hold. Good dude. I, uh, I think he's a good dude, but he's a little radical. Uh, what's Biden say here? Biden, companies running gas stations need to bring down the price of gasoline at the pump now. Sure, Joe, that's how it works. Yeah, um, he's real smart. Yeah, just go up there and change the price and go on the little dial and just bring it down a little bit. That, that, that's all people we need you to it, do. Dude. It takes the heat off of them. Believe it or not, you get dumb people like the person we watched earlier. Yeah, lower it. Yeah, lower <laughs> it. Inflation <laughs> is, do you have less money from your paycheck? <laughs> Fucking guy. That's a What's inflation? Inflation is at the end of the month, do you have less money from your paycheck or more money from your paycheck? I mean, the way that people, that's how it's calculated by the vast majority of American people. No, it's you not. Know? The fuck are you talking about? Joe Biden doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, you know, they told me earlier today that inflation is at, at the end of the month when you look at the numbers on that piece of paper to give you, if those numbers are more or less, that's inflation. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Uh, you know what? Okay, guys. Joe Biden is not a clone because no clone could be that fucking stupid. Okay? It's not some body double because no body double could be that stupid. Okay? I don't know who it is or what it is, but it's definitely not Joe Biden. I, maybe, maybe he got a parasite that's a little off or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? I'm, I'm looking at the time. I'm looking at the news. Oh. We got a lot more. It's okay. Oh, this is what I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about this. Oh, she's awesome. Italy's move to the right shakes Europe's political elite as Giorgia Maloney readies to govern. Guys, you have to listen to this woman here. I want you to all just listen to this lady right here. I think this is the speech right here. I'm going to blow this up. Just listen to what she has to say. Or do well, okay. It's in Italian, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But okay. There's subtitles and Yeah, there's subtitles you can read and then I'll get a synopsis for all the audio listeners. 
potrei farne tante altre di queste domande. A monte c'è quella che ci facciamo ora. Ah, shit, they can't see the banners. Hold on. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the subtitles um, as she speaks. So I'm going to play a mute and I'll read the subtitles. Please answer me these questions. This is about what we are doing here today. Why is the family of an enemy? Why is the family so frightened? There is a single answer to all these questions. Because it defines us. Because it's our identity. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy. For those who would like us to no longer have an identity and to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother. No. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I'm only a number, when I no longer have identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators. The perfect consumer. That's the reason why. That's why we inspire so much fear. That's why this event inspires so much fear. Because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of the human being. Every single human being, because each one of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. And like it or not, that is sacred. We will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. Those things that disgust people so much, we will do it to defend our freedom. Because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators. That is our mission. That is why I came here today. Uh, Chesterson wrote more than a century ago. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> She's looking for it. Fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in summer. That time has arrived. We are ready. Thank you. All right. I'm sorry I had to read that for you, but it's in Italian and we have, we do this in an audio podcast as well. So I wanted to share that. This is the new prime minister of Italy. Sounds like Italy is not going to be in NATO much longer, huh? <laughs> And Russia extended the olive branch. They're like, hey, we're willing to talk. Yeah, I bet they are. <laughs> and the fake news is going off. Well, far right extremists. Oh, yeah, that's a far right extremist. We're going to protect family, values, morals, and uh, we're going to stop this attack on identity. Oh, there, she's a radical. She don't like little kids who identify as kittens and shit in litter boxes in the corner of their classrooms. How dare she? Russia places top, replaces top general after a mobilization call. So Colonel General Mikhail Mitsunev um, has been appointed Russia's deputy defense minister in charge of material and technical support, they said on Saturday. Mitsunev is replacing Army General Dmitry Bugalov, uh, who is a defense ministry said to be moving to an unspecified location. In other words, <laughs> he's no longer around. <laughs> and this comes as Russia is getting ready to make the vote. I think we have an article on that here coming up. Um, Ukraine has made their decision. Ukraine makes decision on mobilization. Kiev 
will not call up additional troops in response to Russia's partial mobilization. Um, as uh, the presidential advisor to Zelensky has said, he says, we have already created reserves through the territorial defense system. We'll actively use these reserves. We should not announce additional mo mobilizations today. Um, very interesting there. And we're going to whip through some of this because we're running out of time. Six killed in second Pakistani cr uh, chopper crash in over a month. Uh, here we go again with aircraft falling out of the sky. This is in Pakistan, uh, which happens to be supporting Russia, the BRICS nations. And there you go. Uh, the Georgia-Russia border now looks approximately like this. The mass media report, the queue is 15 to 18 kilometers long. And this is people leaving Russia. Oh, my goodness. U.S. warns Russia of catas uh, catastrophic consequences of nuclear strike. The United States has warned Russia privately of catastrophic consequences if it uses nuclear weapons as part of the Ukraine invasion. Russian President Vladimir Putin obviously threatened the Western nations for their involvement, that's not saying this in the article, but I'm saying it, for their involvement in the proxy war of Ukraine against Russia. Um, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken in an interview broadcast Sunday confirmed reports that the United States has sent private warnings to Russia to steer clear of nuclear war. We have been very clear with the Russians publicly and as well as privately to stop the loose talk about nuclear weapons, Blinken told the CBS news program 60 Minutes. It's very important that Moscow hear from us and know from us that the consequences would be horrific, and we've made that very clear. Any use of nuclear weapons would have a catastrophic effect for, of course, the country using them, but for many others as well. And then the corrupt, seditious Jake Sullivan, President Joe Biden's national security advisor, <clears throat> said in a separate interview Sunday that the United States has warned Russia at very high levels of catastrophic consequences. So what is this? This is the deep state warning Russia, back the fuck down or we're going to nuke you. That, that's what's happening here. We already know that it's the United States, the Western nations that are shelling the nuclear power plants in Ukraine. It's not Russia. It's the Western nations. And they're trying to cause a nuclear incident because that's the only way that NATO can go into Ukraine and try to neutralize Russia to stop the Russian progression that has taken out the Western nation's new world order. Understand that. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Now, I don't agree what Putin's doing, but you know what? What he's doing is helping what we're fighting for. I'll say it. Yeah, it's curious to see how this escalates over the coming days, weeks, and months if he uses his uh, nuclear arsenal. He could do EMPs. He could do low-yield nuclear attacks. He could who knows? There's different strategies and techniques. And well, I don't whatever. think Putin's going to do anything nuclear. I think what's going to happen yeah. is... So last week, we reported that Putin said in his speech that they have uncovered documents from the United States military of preemptive strikes on Russian nuclear missiles. Putin didn't I say see. nuclear missiles. This is what he was fucking talking about. Yes. That, that NATO and the U.S. had on the planning board to strike Russian Missile defense zones. Okay? That means yes. nuclear launch sites. Why would they do that? That's an act of war. So Putin basically came back and said, if you guys want to fuck, fuck around and find out. That's what Putin said. Fuck he around said they and violated find violated previous agreements by yep. staging themselves so close to the border. Yeah. And, and yeah. in fighting in the proxy war. So there's that. Okay. Um, yeah. Russia, China move closer to formal alliance as world inches closer to war. I've been saying this for a while. They've agreed on a financial and economic alliance and now have uh, been collaborating militaristically. Um, I've been saying that this was going to happen, and now it's actually happening. 
skip that. This is what the, the, the new region, Russia, is going to go in there and take over these areas right there, Ukraine-Russian conflict. The areas in um, the 42 and the 28%, that's where Russia will go in and start taking. Uh, the areas that will be considered part of the Russian Federation after the referendum as the areas in yellow will be seen as occupied Russian lands that will witness an escalation in military action to liberate them. And so this is going to turn into an all-out war. I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Yeah, especially as Ukraine isn't, uh, they're not escalating it themselves, but they're not backing down either. Yeah. Man. Now, we had a lot of controversy over what was happening in Beijing and China this weekend. Oh, yeah. um, something strange happened in China. Beijing canceled over 6,000 domestic international flights, suspended rail services. The reasons were not known. There was a rumor going around that Xi Jinping was under house arrest and the military had taken over. The specific military guy that they're talking about is Li Guomin, uh, the general to center of the China coup rumors. This is from Newsweek, so you know these rumors were true. A lot of people close with China uh, ties, Miles Gao, and, and, and other people have came out and said these rumors are completely false and not true. Um, we had Jennifer Zhen doing uh, some reporting on this, basically talking about what potentially was happening. Uh, there was an over, basically Xi Jinping um, is the head of what's known as the Chinese military command. And usually that's appointed towards a general. Xi Jinping took over that power uh, a few months ago. And Xi, uh, Xi Jiaoming, or sorry, uh, Li Jiaoming, is the next person to head that area. He's basically in, in control of all the Northwestern forces, and he was being selected for that position. Well, he was removed from his duty on September 8th, and nobody's seen or heard from him since. This weekend, he happened to show up at an economic meeting for the Chinese Communist Party, while Xi Jinping, who was supposed to be there, didn't show up and hadn't yeah. been seen in three days. And I think so, it was like at the end of last week. Yeah, and so this is what- Just prior to this- all going down and everyone freaking out. Right. So this is what drew a lot of this mass speculation. As of right now, we still don't know what's going on. It's still a mystery what's happening in China. So we're yeah. going to we're gonna pay attention to that and keep our eyes on all that. And, and hopefully, well, I don't know. I, I, I don't want a, uh, a coup in China. If there's a coup in China, that could be bad for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, Grismo7 just donated two lemons. Thank you so much, Grismo. Still bad, too. Gifted a can. I wish I could contain all this info and talk about it so well like Josh. Thank you so much, uh, Still Bad. And you can. You just got to do this every day. <laughs> Vader369 gives us some shades. Thank you so much, Vader. Still Bad donated 100 gold pills. Thank you so much, Still Bad. Josh, what about the straw man and the old and new constitution? Uh, that's a topic of discussion for another day, and we can definitely get into that if someone wants to. I can bring in a guest on about that one. Castle Drummer gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Castle Drummer. Miss Invisible just followed. Welcome, Miss Invisible. Glad to see you here. Uh, we had some news. Done4 just followed. Welcome, Done4. Thank you so much for the follow. Uh, Cheeto Kathy gifted a phone. Let's go, Foxhole Family. Win challenge. Win the challenge for tonight. Thank you, Cheeto Kathy. Moe's 22 just followed. Wow, Moe's 22. Thank you for the follow as well. Vader369 gifted a phone. Thank you so much, Vader. RPG3573 donated one lemon. Patriotic Pisces donated one lemon. Vince, who's the winner tonight? It's Pilled. Pilled. Well done, well Pilled. Thank you so much yeah. for all the donations. You guys are absolutely amazing. We'll be back with you tomorrow night for another episode of the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose at the same time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Mountain. And then Wednesday, we're delayed by 30 minutes for the show. So Wednesday's show will be at 7 p.m. 
Uh, we'll have just a quick guest on who's I'm actually speaking at an event, the Truth Fest, this weekend. Um, if anybody's interested, I'll, I'll have the information out to everybody tomorrow on social media once I know all the details. Uh, it's in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'll be speaking at that event for about a half an hour. Um, going down there with my family this week, leaving Thursday. So Vince might be doing the show Thursday. We'll see. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. Have a great night. We'll see you soon.